Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Hello? Yes, this is the Falcon speaking. Oh, Vivian. I'm glad you called. Now you'll have to pass me by tonight, Angel. I'm all tied up with some practical joker. Mm-hmm. This boy thinks the only way to get a bang out of life is by using a gun. This is Ed Hurley, friends, inviting you to listen to The Adventures of the Falcon, starring Les Damon. You met the Falcon first in his best-selling novels. Then you saw him in his thrilling motion picture series. Now join him on the air when the Falcon solves... The Case of the Unsilent Butler. Case of the Unsilent Butler. It's early afternoon in New York, and in the swank offices of the Conrad Oil Company, the president of the outfit thumbs through a stack of correspondence. It's quite obvious that Mr. Conrad is a big operator, and if you're wondering how he got there, just watch him in action. 
What is it, Miss Rogers? I'm sorry to bother you, Mr. Conrad, but there's a Daniel Lyons here to see you. Daniel Lyons? He used to be with the Cooper Detective Agency. He says he has a 3.30 appointment. Oh, yes, yes. Send him in. Mr. Conrad will see you now, Mr. Lyons. Uh, Miss Rogers? Yes, sir. See that we're not disturbed. Mr. Conrad? That's right. I'm Danny Lyons. This is indeed a pleasure, sir. Won't you sit down? Thanks. You're probably wondering why I sent for you. Now that you mention it, I am. Your company has its own staff of troubleshooters. Well, the assignment I had in mind calls for peculiar talents. And I don't think our boys are equipped to handle it. What makes you think I am? Weren't you the detective whose license was revoked for your part in the Norden affair? Uh, Yeah, but I was framed. I'm terribly sorry to hear that. What do you mean? The man with an imagination capable of figuring out the method of swindling Mr. Norden should go far. Could uh, you use someone like that? I could. Then I'm your boy. What's the pitch? Mr. Lyons, I don't know how much you know about the oil business. Very little. Have you any idea how we locate a well? I always assumed you just kept digging and hoped for the best. Oh, it's a little more scientific than that. However, there's still a great deal of guesswork involved. So much so that last year alone, my company lost $6 million sinking new wells. Oh, that's tough, but uh, that's one of the gambles of your racket, isn't it? Yes, indeed. However, three months ago, an engineer named uh, Robert Butler invented a device that takes practically 80% of the guesswork out of locating oil wells. He called it the Butler Petroleum Detector. A gimmick like that ought to be worth a fortune. (laughs) It is. Then it seems to me I'd uh, get hold of this Butler character. You should give me credit for that much intelligence, sir. But, you see... Robert Butler died in an accident two weeks ago. What happened to the invention? He left it to his brother, Arthur, who unfortunately contracted to sell it to an independent prospector named Just Stevens before he heard from us. What if he did sell it to Stevens? Couldn't you uh, arrange with Arthur Butler to give you uh, a set of plans? There are no plans. They were all destroyed in the accident that killed the inventor. The only thing that exists is a 12-inch working model. Need I add, Mr. Lyons, as... Such, it's extremely valuable. What do you call valuable? If we got it instead of Stevens, it would be worth $100,000. And no questions asked, Mr. Connery? And uh, no questions asked, Mr. Lyon. Taxi! Taxi! All right, driver. Let's go to the... Oh, excuse me a moment. Uh, say, mister. Me? Yeah. What's the trouble? No trouble. My name's Arthur Butler. I like to make things easy for people. Huh? I got a date with a fellow named Jess Stevens. Why? I'm supposed to meet him at Mike Waring's apartment at the Belmore. What's that supposed to mean to me? Well, it should mean something. You've been trailing me ever since Friday, and seeing as how I'm only going to be in town another few hours... I wouldn't want to lose you now. So long. All right, driver, let's go. Hmm. Is, uh... that the right time, Mike? More or less, Stephen. What's keeping our friend, Mr. Butler? Now, relax, Jess. He's only five minutes late. He'll probably be here. (laughs) What did I tell you? Come in. Good afternoon, gentlemen. Oh, hi, Butler. We were just talking about you. I'm sorry I'm late. Oh, that's okay. I just didn't want to miss my plane to San Francisco. I've got to leave in half an hour. 
Can we get going? No, I don't see why not. All right, Mike, suppose you take over. Well, I don't think there's much for us to do. Uh, did you bring the model of the petroleum detector with you, Butler? Yes, sir. I got it right in this grip, chained to my wrist. All right, get your key ready. According to the contract, you were to get $25,000. Stevens gave you 1000 when the contract was signed, and right here I have his check for the balance. Mm -hmm. Is it certified? No, but I can assure you it's good. Well, how do I know that? Hmm? Well, this is on a San Francisco check. I'm sorry, gentlemen, it won't do. Now, look here, Butler. We made a deal. Uh, take it easy, Jess. I'll handle this. Huh. Listen, Butler. That contract is legal and binding. You try to renege on it. Oh, I have no intention of reneging, Mr. Waring. But until I see that $24,000 balance in cash, I'm not turning over this model. And where can we cash a check this size on Saturday afternoon? Well, that's your problem. Mm-hmm. All I can say, Butler, is that you picked an awfully queer time to turn suspicious. Maybe I did, but you can't blame me. I don't know you people too well. And, uh, well, meaning no offense, sir, but what guarantee have I that Mr. Stevens isn't trying to flim-flam me? Why? Why, you... Now, just easy, easy. What do you mean, Butler? Just what I said. If everything's on the up and up about this deal, well, why is Mr. Stevens in such a hurry to leave New York? And why has he had me followed? Followed? Have you had a tail on him, Jess? Well, help me, Mike. The guy's crazy. You must be imagining things, Butler. Mm, don't tell me that. I've seen the same gentleman too often. Yesterday, he posed as a bill collector. This morning, he was a telephone repairman. What does he look like? Mm, he's a heavy-set lad. Must weigh about 210 pounds. Brown, curly hair. Oh, and across the bridge of his nose was a small scar. Sounds like Danny Lyons. Lyons? Who's he? The private detective who recently lost his license for being mixed up in some swindle. Mm-hmm. Now tell me I'm imagining things. And I look, Butler. Stevens didn't hire Lyons. Well, then who did? I don't know. Maybe I can guess. Who? Carl Conrad. Carl Conrad? Who's he? Oh, one of my competitors. Listen, Mike. Is this man Lyons dangerous? Enough. Then I want you to leave that model here, Butler. Well, you're crazy. I'm not letting this out of my sight till I collect that $24,000 I got coming. You'll have it Monday morning, just as soon as my bank opens in San Francisco. Fair enough. You'll get the detector then. Well, the least you can do in the meantime is to hire a bodyguard. <laughs> Don't you worry about me, Mr. Waring. I'd look after myself. Oh, sure. Last man I heard say that was guest of honor at an autopsy last week. All right, Butler, we'll supply the bodyguard. Yes? Is John Webster in? Uh, do you have an appointment? Well, I think he'll see me. Uh, where is he in there? Uh, just a second. That's uh, all right. I'm an old friend of the family. Come back here. You can't walk here, Mike. Hey, hey, what goes on here? Hello, Johnny. Mike Waring. I tried to stop him, Mr. Webster. That's but okay, Pat. This is the Falcon. We used to play hockey together. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't know. How could you? Sit down, Mike. Thanks. I haven't seen you in months. How's it going, Johnny? Oh, it couldn't be better. Mm -hmm. Right, Pat? Oh, yes. Everybody seems to want to hire Mr. Webster. Mm -hmm. Well, uh, what about the... Uh... Oh, the furniture? Well, I was referring to the lack of it. Oh, we took it out. We uh, we ordered a new batch. You know, that uh, modern chrome stuff. Uh, Pat thinks it's kind of flashy for a private dick's office, but uh, I didn't. What do you say, Mike? Well, I say I'm awfully glad to hear you're doing so well. Yeah. I'm working on a case now that's a humdinger. Uh -huh. $5,000 fee. Well, I guess I'll have to find myself another boy. Well, what, what do you mean? Oh, I had a little routine bodyguarding job, but I could see you wouldn't be interested. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Sit down, huh? No, no, I really got to go, Johnny. N not until I get that job. Well, but this would only last 48 hours and pay 20 bucks a day. That's 40 more than Pat and I saw all week. Oh. I was bluffing, Mike. I haven't had a case in months. Do I get yours? Sure, Johnny. Thanks. What's the story? Well, there's a man named Arthur Butler staying at the Belvedere. He'll give you all the dope. He the boy you want me to keep an eye on? Mm-hmm. You're not to let him out of your sight for a minute. He's got an oil detector gadget on him that's worth a fortune. 
You expecting me? Yeah, but I uh, better call and tell them you're on your way over. Oh, Mike. Huh? <laughs> that don't work. The phone company and me are feuding. You mean they're sore because you don't pay your bills? Ain't that ridiculous? Oh. <laughs> okay, Johnny, I'll phone from outside. Uh, there's a booth in the lobby. Yeah, I'll see you. So long, Pat. Been nice knowing you. Thank you. Well, baby, what do you think? I don't like it, Johnny. Why? Don't ask me. I just don't like it. Oh, don't be silly, Pat. I got a hunch this is where our luck starts to change. On a $40 case? Guys have made fortunes in this racket, starting with less. I wonder how much that gadget this butler character owns is worth. Well, go away. Look, will you please go away? There's nobody home. That you, Warren? So sorry, Mr. Waring, not to go to Saskatchewan. Now, don't be funny. Huh? Who is this? Arthur Butler. Oh, do you realize what time it is, Butler? I'm sorry to disturb you, but I wanted to congratulate you and your buddy, Mr. Stevens, for that cute stunt you pulled. Stunt? Yeah, sending around that Johnny Webster. What's the matter with Johnny? Well, that all depends on your point of view. From yours, he couldn't have done much better. Now, look, Butler, you're not making sense. Let me talk to Webster. Put him on. Well, that's a nice act, fella, but it won't sustain. What are you talking about? Your friend Johnny skipped. Johnny Skip? What about the model? Oh, don't feel badly. He didn't overlook it. He's got it all right, but I want it back, Warren. And if I don't hear from you within one hour, you'll be hearing plenty from me. Now, back to the adventures of the Falcon. An hour has passed since Arthur Butler informed Mike that Johnny Webster removed not only himself, but the Butler petroleum detector as well. Now in his hotel room, Mr. Butler seems strangely annoyed. Well, what do you got to say for yourself, Warren? You told me this Johnny Webster was trustworthy. You said with him on the job, I had nothing to worry about. How did you learn that he skipped, Butler? I woke up at three in the morning and discovered this. That's the chain you had on the grip, isn't it? Yeah. You always sleep with a chain to your wrist? Only since I got to New York. But as you can see, somebody took a pair of wire clippers to it. Where did you leave Johnny before you went to bed? On the sofa. He said he was going to read for a while, or so he claimed. Well, now, listen, Butler. You've got to believe me. I recommended Johnny Webster in good faith. I'll get back that model for you. When? As soon as I can find him. Yeah, well, that may be years, and I can't afford to wait. I'm going to the police, Warren. Now, you don't want to do that. Don't I? Well, you just watch. Well, look, you're wrong, Butler. Publicity is the last thing you want in this case. No use talking. I made up my mind. Did you ask your cab to wait? Nope. No, there's usually one down at the corner. Seems like you're out of luck. Taxi! Hey, taxi! Hey, wait a minute, Butler. I said you're not going to talk me out of this. No. Look over there. Look over where? That Chevy parked across the street. Well, what about it? That's Johnny Webster's heap. What? I'm sure of it. If I remember correctly, the rear right fender was off. If this is some kind of a gag, where Well, what would be the point? Hey, what did I tell you? This is Johnny's car, all right. Well, why do you suppose he left it here? Maybe he ran out of gas. No. What Johnny ran out of was luck. Look behind the front seat. What do you mean? Oh, that's right. He's dead. And judging by that knife on his back, it wasn't due to an overdose of sleeping pills. Yes? I'm looking for a party named Danny Lyons. Lyons? Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, uh, Mr... Waring, Mike Waring. You have the wrong apartment. There's no such person here. Are you Carl Conrad? That's right. Uh, 
Come in. Thank you. I was given to understand that Lyons is working for you. Where did you hear that? From the usual reliable source. Well, <laughs> you know how trustworthy they generally are. Yes, well, this came from a friend of mine, a man named Jess Stevens. Ever hear of him? Stevens? I don't believe I have. He's in the oil business, too. Though uh, not on the scale you people are. Oh, of course. He prospects for oil on his own. Uh, what we call a wildcatter. Uh-huh. And uh, Mr. Stevens led you to believe that this lion's chap was uh, in my employ? That's right. Doing what? Trying to get hold of the butler petroleum detective. Believe me, Mr. Waring, I've been in this business 35 years, and I never heard of that. Just what is that uh, contraption supposed to do? Take a lot of the guesswork out of locating new oil fields? Hmm. It must be extremely valuable. Yes, must be. Someone knifed a private detective named Johnny Webster to get it last night. Surely, Mr. Waring, you don't think... Yes, that... I do. I don't know whether you're aware of it, sir, but... Uh... You're being very insulting. If I am, it's entirely intentional. Then you can understand under the circumstances I must ask you to leave. Oh, sure. But I'll be back. You needn't bother, Mr. Waring. First of all, I don't believe any such object as the Butler Petroleum Detector exists. Well, that's your privilege. Oh, uh, just a moment, sir. Yeah? I wouldn't want you to go off feeling I'm one of those diehards who doesn't believe there's anything new under the sun. No, of course not. As I said, I don't believe any such invention exists. However, I'd be willing to pay $100,000 to the man who can furnish the necessary proof that I'm wrong. I hope I'll be seeing you, Mr. Waring. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Here, Mr. Waring, or don't you know? Well, I'm convinced that Conrad was lying to me, Pat. But I'm sure he doesn't have the butler detector yet. He practically offered me a hundred grand to turn it over. On the other hand, I'd swear it came as no surprise to him that your boss was murdered. Well, it came as no surprise to me either. I told Johnny I didn't want him to get mixed up in this. Well, why? Isn't that obvious? Well, no, who could foresee that Johnny would be hurt? This was a routine job. As a secretary, you ought to know that. I only know he's dead. Kind of went for the guy, didn't you? What do you think? I think if I never accomplish another thing, I'm going to find his killer. Now, who knew that Johnny got the job to nurse Butler along? No one. You sure there wasn't a leak? I'm positive. Johnny left this office a couple of minutes after you did. Did you tell anyone? Did I tell anyone? Inadvertently or otherwise. You've got your nerve. Well, I'm sorry, Pat, but I can't afford to overlook any possibilities. How long did you work for him? That's none of your business. Well, he couldn't have been paying you very much. If my memory serves me right, he said this was the first case he'd had in months. You think you can browbeat me because I'm a woman? I know you haven't tried it with Danny Lyons. I haven't been able to locate Mr. Lyons yet. Well, what about your friend Jess Stevens? What about him? Well, it seems to me if you're going to ask personal questions, he ought to take his turn in answering them. How well do you know him? Well enough. I was in the army with him. So what does that prove? Just because a man wears a uniform, does that make him a solid citizen? Suppose Butler was right. About what? That check Stevens tried to give him for $24,000. Suppose it was rubber, and since Butler wouldn't accept it, Stevens knew that the only way he could get the model was to steal it. And Johnny caught him in the act. Got it all figured out, haven't you? Well, it makes as much sense as any theory I've heard you advance. Yes, it does. Even I'll have to admit it's worth looking into. 
I'll let you know how I make out. Hey, bartender. Bartender. Let me have a bourbon and water. There you are, Jess. No. They told me at the desk I'd find you in the bar. Anything new, Mike? Well, yes, no. What do you say we squat, huh? Yeah. I've been doing a lot of legwork this morning. Okay. You want a drink? Uh, no, I'll sit this one out. Say, bartender, serve that drink over here, will you? Well, what's the story, Mike? How long do you think it'll be before we can locate that model? You seem more concerned about finding that than nabbing Webster's murderer. Okay, if you want an honest answer, yes. I want to get my hands on that detector. To me, that's all that counts. Yeah, well, let me tell you something, Jess. I don't care if I never see that miracle machine again. I'm only interested in one thing. I'll bet you are. You've been in touch with Conrad, haven't you? What's that supposed to mean? Just what it sounded like. What did he offer you? Are you accusing me of selling you out? All I know is you seem to have forgotten suddenly that you're supposed to be a friend of mine. Yeah, well, friendship works two ways, Jess. We have a mutual agreement. I can drop you just as you can cancel me out. Thanks for reminding me, Mike. I may have to do just that. Just a second. Hello, Lyons. Mr. Conrad, what are you doing here? Well, if that mountain wouldn't come to Muhammad, Muhammad must necessarily go to the mountain. Well, I was keeping out of sight. You might have at least phoned me, Lyons. I had nothing to tell you. Mike Waring had... He told me that a chap named Johnny Webster lost his life last night trying to prevent a theft from Butler's hotel room. So? So, I'm merely putting two and two together. Sometimes you wind up with 22 that way. Let me ask you a question, Mr. Conrad. Suppose I told you I haven't got Butler's, whatchamacallit. I wouldn't believe you. I thought you'd say that. How high will you go for it? We made a bargain last week, Lyle. Yeah, but the uh, whole thing was strictly spec then. If I guaranteed to bring it over to your place in an hour, what would it be worth to you? I still think the stipulated price of 100000 was more than ample. Will you go 50 more? 25 and that's my limit. Okay. What time have you got now? Nine o'clock. Go to your office, start counting it out. I'll see you at ten. to the adventures of the Falcon. An hour has passed since Danny Lyons promised to deliver the Butler petroleum detector to Mr. Conrad. Now at Mike Waring's apartment, the Falcon is just returning home. Come on in, Waring. The water's fine. What are you doing in my apartment, Lyons? Don't ask so many questions. Just shut the door like a good boy. You mind pointing that gun elsewhere? Now don't tell me it makes you nervous. Yes, very you have no idea how easy those things go off. What makes you think I don't? Well, I assumed you preferred knives. What kind of a crack is that? I was thinking of Johnny Webster. Now, listen, Waring. Don't get me any more annoyed than I am now. I made an appointment for 10 o'clock, and it's 5 after already. That's too bad. Yeah, I phoned my party a couple of minutes ago, and he's getting real impatient. Well, don't let me keep you, fella. You won't. Where's the thingamajig? You mean the butler petroleum detector? Yeah. I don't know, and what's more, I don't care. Well, I care plenty. So open up, Waring. Oh, careful, friend. I just had the suit pressed. Now, listen, I never liked you, and I wouldn't need much excuse to part your hair with this cannon, so let's not have any smart answers. You understand? Well, I just can't help it. I used to be a quiz kid. Let go. Come on, Lyons, drop it. I'll drop it, Waring, right where it does the most good. Oh. 
Wear it? Uh, wear it. No, cut it out, butler. You all right? How can I tell with you slapping me silly? Oh, I'm sorry. Can I get you anything? Yeah, you wouldn't happen to have a spare head on you. Uh, I'm afraid not. What happened? Well, it'll take too long to tell you. How'd you find me? I came up to see if you had any more information. What about the police? Uh, there's nothing new there. You know if they've spoken to Pat Dryden yet? Pat Dryden? Who's he? It's a she. She was Johnny Webster's secretary. Well, what's she got to do with this? Well, she's a gal with plenty of ideas. Hey, is she hooked up with Stevens? Because I'm convinced he's the boy I'm after. I'll bet you anything you want. He killed Webster and stole my model. Now, look, Buck, oh, I... don't, don't misunderstand me, Warren. I don't think you had anything to do with it. Oh, thanks. What time have you got? Uh, 10.30. Why? Because I've got a hunch. And with a little luck, I may be able to wrap this whole thing up in a couple of minutes. Who are you calling? Carl Conrad. Uh, you're barking up the wrong tree. Uh-uh. I've been riding a merry-go-round for the past 24 hours. It's time I got lucky and caught the gold ring. Hello? Hello, that you, Conrad? Yes? Mike Waring. I have nothing to say now, to you. Now, don't hang up, Conrad. You'll be sorry. Remember that proposition you made me this afternoon? No. All right, I'll refresh your memory. You offered me $100,000 for the working model of the Butler Petroleum Detective. I'm no longer interested, Mr. Waring. What? I don't care to buy. I'll sell it for seventy-five. I guess there's only one way to convince you I'm not interested. Hello, Conrad. Conrad! Huh. Well, he hung up. Forget the number back. No, there's no need to do that. I proved my point. Oh? What was it? Oh, I'm sorry, Butler. I thought you knew. I was just proving that you killed Johnny Webster. Uh, the one thing I can't decide, Mike, is uh, just who owes whom an apology. I was supposed to call the honors even, Jess. We both made mistakes. You sure you didn't make one in turning Arthur Butler over to the police? Oh, no. There's no question about that. Butler killed Johnny, all right. Why? Well, to convince us that the detector had been stolen from him when it never had been. But why should a man steal from himself? No reason. Except he could make a very handsome profit thereby. I don't get it. You know that contract you had with Butler? Yes. Well, after Butler signed it, Conrad offered him more for the model. But by then it was too late. Butler knew he couldn't break the contract with you because you sued and collected every penny he had. You follow me? I think so. Is that why Butler refused to accept my check? Sure, he knew it was good. He just wanted to stall. That's when he decided on this brilliant scheme of robbing himself. Hmm. That was the only way he could weasel out of the contract. Now you've got it. The Butler Petroleum Detector was unique. If it was stolen, there was nothing you could do about it. You couldn't ask him to turn over the plans because none existed. I still don't see why he killed Johnny. Well, he had to. With Webster on the scene every minute of the time, Butler's story of the theft would never stand up. But this way, with Johnny dead, it looked even better. Yeah, yeah. But how did you learn the truth? At 10 o'clock tonight, Conrad was ready to buy the model from Lyons. Now, Lyons didn't have it. Otherwise, he wouldn't have come to my place. And he couldn't have gotten it from me because I never had it to begin with. So? So when I phoned Conrad just half an hour later, he was no longer interested in the model. Not at any price. Well, that convinced me that Conrad already had it. A man doesn't cool off like that. So the only one he could have bought it from was Butler. Once I hit on that, the rest was easy. I see. Yeah, it's simple enough now. But we all should have realized it right at the beginning. Why? Well, you don't know your detective stories. In practically all of them, it's always the butler who did it. <laughs> Good night, Jess. <laughs>